Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Another Film Podcast. My name is Matt. My name, My name is, is Tierney. <laughs> well, we both got him out, so. <laughs> I mean, let's save some time. Let's cram it in. Uh, I was going to say, let's, uh, let's make this the, the fastest recording ever, and we'll just say all of the things we want to say about this movie simultaneously, and then we'll just stop recording. <laughs> Honestly, that's so smart. I'm sure listener anyway, will love that. I'm sure listener listens to the podcast at like one point one one point seven five times the speed, just to not have it be an hour and a half to two hours of their life. Do you right. think do you, to get through these lulls? Do you think the uh, the the episodes where? Like, if we were to do something like that, do you think we would get more plays? Like, people would just listen to it several times? Like, all right, this this time through, I'm going to listen for all of Tierney's thoughts of this time through. Like, is that... Should we just do that to juice our stats, is what I'm saying? Or should I... Do, I don't what? think that people separate can do it. <laughs> no. No. I mean, I've listened to stuff at one and a half times, for sure. I mean, that Harry Styles interview, I had to listen at two times because he talks so fucking slow. When did that happen? He, when he got more deliberate Probably with his career. Probably when he started taking mushrooms. <laughs> Is that a thing? Yeah. Is that how oh. he came up with the idea to be a sushi? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, he's always been pretty deliberate with the way he speaks. It's just all of a sudden, I was like, spit it out, man. <laughs> Maybe Olivia was like, I can't understand you when you're talking that fast with that British accent. Yeah. So slow down. He was like, all right, love. <laughs> I just realized they have the song Olivia. So, like, that was predictive. You just realized that? Yeah, I did just realize that. Thanks. The song <laughs> Diana is about Princess Diana. Wow, these are very straightforward. <laughs> uh, but actually, it's all I think about every time I listen to that song. It kind of fits. Did you watch the season of The Crown? No. Okay, good talk. Matt, what movie are we talking about this? We are <laughs> talking about Agnes Varda's 1962 film, Cleo, from 5 to 7, recently on the Sight and Sound Best 100 Movies of All Time list. So, so this was the information I was looking for before we started recording. I knew that it was, like... Not so the a list is officially like the top one hundred, but mm-hmm. they also list out the top two hundred and fifty, um, and you can like see like that is available. Um, I thought it this movie was in the top one hundred in twenty twelve, uh, but it was not. It was two hundred and second in twenty twelve, wow. and now it's Meteoric number rise. fourteen. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, counterpoint to your hell yeah why (laughs) you know what sometimes people finally wake up and uh and realize what's good is what i'll say um but yeah we're watching this movie this is the second of our film festival season three so you know obviously you know there's no real seasons of this show we're pretty irregular with even (laughs) how many episodes are in what would be considered a short collection or a season Sometimes it's six. Sometimes it's... Three. We've uh, done three. We've done Little Baby Runs of Three before. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But this uh, this is the second choice. This is my choice uh, that I selected for our film festival. And uh, my theme 
for uh, my picks this year is going right back to the roots of what uh, made me want to do a film festival in our apartment. And it was uh, the Chicago International Film Festival, which I've referenced in previous uh, episodes. And I'm trying to select films that are like movies I would have picked if I went to the Chicago International Film Festival uh, and was like just like picking movies to see. And so this one fits the category of quote-unquote foreign. Um, so, you know, it's a Why catch-all. is that in quotes? <laughs> well, because, like, you know, foreign is a pretty vague descriptor. Some of these are going to be a little more specific. Uh, <laughs> this one's just a pretty cat- big catch-all of, like, I will have typically seen a foreign movie at the Chicago International Film Festival. Are you talking Usually about a foreign movie or a foreign language film? Uh, I guess both. Because, right, Australian movies would be foreign films, but they're in English. Supposedly. Or common, as all fantasy and sci-fi calls English common. Uh, but, uh, but no, I would have seen... Uh, I probably actually would have seen a French movie at the Chicago International Film Festival, and so I finally picked this one, uh, which, you know, long preceded that film festival, but... Uh, when I was volunteering at the film festival, I was also going to DePaul, and DePaul is the first place in which I almost watched Cleo from 5 to 7. <laughs> I have almost watched this movie maybe four to five times. I have seen parts of it repeatedly and other parts only once, and I finally sat down and watched this a few weeks ago and was like, okay, good. After all that buildup, I do really love this movie, uh, and I'm happy that after all these years of trying to finish it, it wouldn't be a letdown. Uh, so that's my, that's my background with it, as well as uh, my opinion of the movie. So we can go around I, if you want to say our I have a follow-up question for you on your theme. Yeah. So, like, obviously uh-huh. when you're going to a film festival, it's all new to you. So right. are, these, are your movies that you've selected, are they new to you? following the- oh heavens no okay. all of them have uh, i've seen before <laughs> except for this one or like you saw this one a few weeks ago and then made a last minute decision exactly, to throw- exactly. Okay, gotcha. that's exactly what happened <laughs> <Okay>. um <laughs> but yeah i think most of my picks this time are uh only ones i like and that fit this bill i'm gonna check one more time but the other thing is i just keep getting done dirty by movies that i uh, haven't seen previously and then choose for this podcast and I just don't want to get done dirty anymore. Oh, you know what? There is one. The third pick that I have, I have not seen but I've heard such good things that I was like let's go for it. Everything else I've seen, uh, tried and true, love love them and we'll discuss those in future weeks but this one was... Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, long gestating, finally conversating Cleo from 5 to 7. Agnes Varda's masterpiece, number 14 on Sight and Sounds, top 100 films of all time, 2022. <laughs> Tierney, do you have any relationship to this movie, or did you before watching it for this episode? Uh, I'm pretty sure I've seen parts of it, because parts of it were very familiar. Uh, I'm not sure in what capacity I would have seen them, other than uh, believe it's French New Wave, and I love French mm-hmm. New Wave films. Um 
but no, I didn't really have any previous relationship other than the stuff that, like the opening scene I'd definitely seen before um, with the tarot card readings. Um, mm-hmm. But no, I enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was good. It was uh, different and interesting. Um, it just in terms of like what, but that's like every, I feel like every French New Wave film is like that, where they're like, we're going to just do something different here and have uh-huh. multiple conversations at one time, which is more of how, like, life is. Um, but, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was pretty good. Kind of funny. Uh, enjoy- I enjoyed it. But I also, I mean, it's a black and white film, which we know I like, and it's a French <laughs> film, which I also like. So, uh, yeah. Matt really got out of his comfort zone here. I know. that's. I- <laughs> well, I was like fairly certain okay so to jump into my thing i'd never seen this movie before and i was like pretty sure that it was black and white and then when it started and the tarot card reading was in color i was like wait what's happening (laughs) And Uh and then when it switched to black and white i was like okay here it is but then i was also like wait, why did Matt pick, the, pick this? Like, what's happening here? <laughs> it's like, this movie is super old. I mean, not the oldest, but if this movie's from the 62 early 60s. is modern. <laughs> I'm okay with 60s. It's really like... I believe you've said on this podcast that you don't go later than 85. Is yeah. that not- I think that was mostly a joke. <laughs> Obviously, Star Wars is 77, so we know I'm going there. And uh, 2001 and West Side Story. Like... The 60s had some hot bangers. It's like, it really is like the 40s that I have a real hard time with. And anything 30s or earlier. I'm like, (laughs) like Metropolis. I really (laughs) would love to watch Metropolis, but it's just a three-hour movie, a three-hour silent film. And I'm like, I just don't know if I... I had to watch it for school. It was actually pretty good. Yeah, I was going to say, I watched it in college and it was good. Okay, fine. Watch I'll watch it. Also, you like sci-fi. You'd think you'd want to watch the original sci-fi. I'm aware of Metropolis, and that's why I called it out, because that's one that I should watch. But I don't know. Sometimes I'm just like, I'm, I'm too, I want to be transported. <laughs> and sometimes er- old, early movies just look like a play. Yeah, but you could that was also filmed. use your imagination. I okay. I understand <laughs> what I should be doing with older films. I'm not saying my opinion is correct or that I'm educated or literate as well as I should be. But I do think, you know, the later the better sometimes for me. Uh but no, 62 is not that old. I have not seen a ton of French New Wave films, but it's not really my bag, is what I'm going to say about French New Wave films. I'm just like, every time I watch one, I'm just like, eh, I'm not into this. Uh, I can appreciate... <laughs> it's not an attack on anybody. I can appreciate, like, what they are. It's just, like, not something that... Like, I thought this movie was very pleasant. Um, I genuinely don't know if I will ever watch this movie again. Uh, which, like I said, it's not, it's not for me, and that's okay. But uh, I will say... For the first, like, hour of this movie, I was just Uh like, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) Like, not, like, angrily. I was just like, what are we doing here? Like, what's Uh what's happening? And then, by the end, it had, like, charmed me enough that I, like, when it actually ended and it was just the two of them staring at each other, I had a smile on my face. So I was like, all right, 
congratulations, you did it. You got me on board. But it did take quite a while for me to get to that point because everything up to that, I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's just about living. Yeah. It's just a snapshot I, of life. Yeah, in life, I get all in that. A, in a pivotal time. I get all that. Here's my thing. Uh, to Matt's point, and Matt's, you know, stance on old movies, I am sure that if you were to ask Richard Linklater and Julie Delpy and yeah. Ian Hawk, of all... they would cite they would cite this movie as a prominent yes, bitch. a prominent touch point in the Before trilogy. But in a way that I would watch the Before trilogy any day and every day, I just like for whatever reason I'm just not into this one. And you know, like I said, it's this it's not uh-huh. that's not me saying that this is a bad movie. It's just me saying it's not a movie for me. And uh, I will I will watch the American version sure. of it. <laughs> oh my god. I uh absolutely I've never seen the before trilogy, but I forgot that Richard Linklater existed and as soon as you mentioned him, I was like, How do you how are you being like, what is this about? When that's all of his movies. Like, yeah, we true. literally watched Richard a Linklater. boy grow up. And I was 24 when I started that movie. And I was 25 by the time I finished it. Oh, <laughs> fuck off. That movie's not that long. I actually Avatar's was. longer than that movie. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I watched it the day well, before my birthday. Um, <laughs> but But those are movies that are literally just, like, about life. How do you... <laughs> How can you what what do you like about those that is not in this? I don't know. <laughs> I just like I'm I was not at all yeah. drawn to any of these characters in a way that I'm drawn to a lot of the other characters in similar movies like this that I enjoy. But this movie's also beautiful to look at. Like it's so beautifully composed and there's so many things that are like you know, taking up the entire frame. There's so much happening in every shot compared to like a link later where you're like, okay, yeah, this is what a basement looks like. And this is what a front yard looks like. <laughs> anyway, I don't hate the Richard link later, but I just think his movies are pretty dull. And I think this one is like, have you seen lyrical? Have you seen the before trilogy? No, then fuck but off. I know that I have to. <laughs> I've seen a good few of his. I just find them boring. <laughs> Okay, so to be clear, I was comparing one specific trilogy, okay, specifically fine. one movie that takes place in one day, almost in real time, in Paris, to this movie. Okay, Not good. all yeah, of Richard that's... Linklater's films, but one trilogy, specifically one movie within that trilogy. So Is you that just... like an adaptation of this? Like, did he... That's why Is I that... said I'm sure that all, they all would say that this was like a very significant touch point when they were developing that movie. Mm-hmm. But you know, again, else, you know who else says it's a touch point? Wes Anderson. I knew it. Yeah, that checks. You out. can look tell by a lot of his titles. shots. Yeah. Well, and yeah, yeah I was the opening say the, credits, the tarot yeah. scene, and everything like just feels the like font. straight up Wes Anderson, like Royal Tenenbaums opening credits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know he did the same for Rushmore. He just pulled shots from Four Hundred Blows, which is my mm-hmm. favorite. Uh, yeah, also, this pick is very in line with other traditional uh, festival picks, including 400 Blows, Jules and Jim, Alphaville, <laughs> and this. 
<laughs> Who picked Jules and Jim? Was that me? You sure did. Yeah. That was our first festival. That was the I one back in the two, apartment. Two, you picked two. Pick two yeah. Truffauts. <laughs> you sure did. How, how very snobby of me. <laughs> but also. They're really fun, you know, though. I do enjoy You got them. me to watch Truffaut, so. I like him. And I enjoyed that. I yeah. actually was going to ask if the in the short film, uh, The Man on the Bridge, is that Jean-Luc Godard? Yes. Okay. And he's also the boyfriend. Right? Or no, he's he's there. He's the boyfriend in that. Um, but yeah, I was like, that's gotta be him. And then I didn't look it up. <laughs> uh, yes, it is. It is him. Okay. <laughs> glad we glad we solved that mystery. Yeah. Um, um, other shots I thought were really good was the um, when she's walking, when she's trying on hats inside the hat shop. And you're getting a reflection of the street with her mm-hmm. in like the almost yes. the background. I was like, beautiful, perfect, no notes. Yeah, <laughs> so many mirror shots that are both like purposeful and also beautifully composed, where she's just in multiple places mm-hmm. in the frame. Uh, also, the uh, it's like a, the tracking shots at the cafe, where I mean, it's combined with. The fact that you get different audio depending on the table she's passing. I thought that was, mm-hmm. I was like, I love this. Yeah. I think I mentioned this once uh, when we were talking about Roma. Where like, it's a, it's a film in a different language that I do not understand and do not speak. But there were, I caught myself several times in this in a similar fashion to that movie where I realized after about 30 seconds, I was not reading the, the subtitles. I was just like mm-hmm. watching the pictures and I was like, wait, what? And I had to like rewind to see what characters were saying to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, again, I, I do a- agree that there are merits to this movie. Um, I feel like I came out really hard or it sounded like I was coming yeah, out really no, hard and you guys like really jumped on that. <laughs> We've also jumped on Link later. Yeah. But yes. Well, I was just gonna say I did like there. I will agree that there were many moments during this movie where I was just like swept up in the visual component of this movie. Mm-hmm. I re- I love that, and this is I think part of like putting off finishing the movie or like taking the time to actually finish it for so many years. I really didn't expect the like tonal shift after she like really takes off her wig and becomes like much more stripped down Mm -hmm. the film itself the pace kind of like quiets Mm -hmm. and there's just so many moments of just like normal lived life and people like regarding the camera and looking around and like it it feels so like true to life and and the way that a date develops and you like move through it that like the first act is very like bright and it is kind of meandering because it is just kind of like pithy shopping and like mm-hmm. fashion and style and singing. But then when you get into like the streets with people and like violence and sadness, it really like fleshes out the world that you're existing in. And I find, and like, I think by the time you get to Antoine at the end, it's like this very uh, like beautiful, quiet meeting of two people that is, I really wasn't expecting that uh, from the beginning of the movie. And even though, like, the cards certainly lay out 
that she's going to meet like a talkative young man. I was still surprised by the time it got to the end. I was like, oh, well, it's got a happy ending. It like, yeah. and it's not about like everything is fine, but it's about like finding the purpose and the meaning and the beauty in the day mm-hmm. and appreciating it instead of having an artifice of like this glamour that she has in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I think also uh, the way that she is dealing with, like she's trying to, I feel like she's trying to distract herself in the beginning and then yeah. mm-hmm. is like clearly upset and it and meeting Antoine at the end feels especially refreshing given the way that everyone else has interacted with her up until that point mm-hmm. where it seems like pretty much everyone wants something from her and he's kind of the first yeah. person who doesn't want anything from her uh I mean she is a little bit of a diva but but no I thought that mm-hmm. was a it was like a nice added to the nice ending yeah and he's so pleasant with her like he's so like charming and kind of pokes fun at her and like pushes her. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is so different from, yeah, from everyone else being like almost with a, like an arm's distance when she's like a professional. It's like, oh, it's all about your job. It's all about your career. But it's not like really listening to her or like <clears throat> letting her talk. About I mean, even her like boyfriend came and was like, and then I have to go to this appointment. Oh, that dude was such a fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, the guy who plays the piano, though, I thought he was fun. He's the composer for the movie. Well, he's adorable. I love fun? him. Cleopatra, when he starts singing, it's so that scene is great. That also, like the reframing, so that she's just surrounded entirely by black and just mm-hmm. isolated and sad. That was the first beautiful shot. That was the first moment where I was like fully into the movie because like everything leading up to it, I was just like, like I said, I get what's what's happening here, but it's just not really my thing. But then when that moment happened and she's just singing that beautiful song and it just everything else fades away and it's just her singing that song, I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> I uh-huh. see, I see, I see what's what, what you're doing here. I'm I'm into this. And then it, she came back out, and I was like, oh, damn it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I thought the song Content was really good, too. Yeah, It's yeah. like sure. a way of show, don't tell. It's a beautiful song. And that song I feel like I've listened to more times than I've even attempted to watch the full movie. I just, like, know, Santoa, Santoa. <laughs> it's a great song. Uh, and they're kittens. Look at those cute little kids. There's too many of them. There's a lot, yeah. <laughs> they keep emerging. Yeah. They just keep appearing out of nowhere. There's so many kittens. It's so funny. And the, the and thing like, is, like, a... they're all going to be cats someday, and nobody wants that. You know? Wow. <laughs> Unless they're CGI and J- J- Judy Dench is one of them. No, nobody wants cats, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> God. Yeah, well, can you imagine if Judy Dench's cat was in this movie? <laughs> it's the same exact movie, but she's also in the background lifting her leg up, and licking herself. Still's never seen it. Uh, Tyranny. Grab your life, girl. It's on HBO Max. You should watch it before it's gone forever, and they burn it. It's fine. I will always own a Blu-ray of it. So, worst case scenario, you can borrow it from me. I think I'll be okay. No. I don't. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, 
Speaking of the room, like, of her bedroom, <laughs> one of the things that I thought was just truly so funny <laughs> was when she was... I can't remember exactly what... Was it... Uh, what, who's her... Angel? Angel? Angeli? Angel? Some, her, mm-hmm. like... I don't know. Yeah. Assistant or whatever? Friend? Manager um, or something? Something along those lines was basically like, oh, okay, well, why don't you, like, get a workout or something? And then she just, like, just hangs on a bar. And yeah. Like, sets a timer for, like, maybe a minute, like, maybe 60 seconds, and just, like, hangs on a bar. And then she's like, oh, all right, well, I'm done. I've done my workout. Doesn't for the she day. say, I stretch so now I can stretch? Yeah. Yeah. And then she doesn't stretch. She just, like, goes and crawls into bed. I was like, this is extremely relatable workout content for your boy right here. <laughs> like, oh, I walked down a set of stairs to go do my laundry. I should probably take take a minute. Like, <laughs> you know, get a breather. <laughs> How many miles did you hike recently, Tierney? Uh, it's a 16-mile hike. Just fucking True. nightmare. And then the next day, I went climbing. <laughs> Oh my god, you're such an active little BB. I don't uh, understand your life. <laughs> mostly because I'm like a gerbil and I need to expel a certain amount of energy every day. If they made human sized hamster wheels, would you get one? I mean, is that not just a treadmill? No, but I'm really talking the full wheel. <laughs> oh. no, I, um, I need it to be a full wheel that goes all the way around. <laughs> no, nah, because I like to be outside. <clears throat> So, what if you could roll around in this gerbil wheel outside? But then you're well, not I feel really like you're, outside. You're, you're in the gerbil wheel. Well, yeah, but you're still. It's just rolling through the streets like this. No like a wheel. I'd rather walk. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> they also like make those. You can. I've done those at like a fair sort of thing, or a carnival where oh. you get in the wheel and run after, like bounce into people. I mean, that definitely seems like something you would do. Yeah, I'd like to try them on water. I think that'd be kind of cool. But uh, at the moment, no, I don't have any plans to to do that. Okay. The thing also that is so crazy is that half of my life, half of the people in my life. My life. My life. Half the people in my life are like you guys who are like, no, thank you. I don't feel like doing more Mm -hmm. than what my laundry Mm -hmm. requires. And then the other half of the people in my life are doing like 10 times more <laughs> to where I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. And then my sister was like, were you sore after your hike? And I was like, no, I was just walking. Wild. I was just walking up, up and down a mountain, but yeah, right <laughs> now, but then like climbing will destroy me because I have absolutely no upper body strength whatsoever um i don't either anyway yeah but yeah so i I like have no idea where i lie because half half the people are like oh and half the people are like oh nice i just did a 32 mile (laughs) hike and then i'm like just go fuck myself (laughs) i think all humans do nothing (laughs) (laughs) i uh so i got an apple watch recently and i closed all of my rings yesterday Nice. Uh, all of my rings are set to the, the bare minimum. Like, I have not increased them from hey, what the, like, the factory standard. You need the standard. serotonin boost. One well, foot. Well, the, the counter to that story is that, uh, so, 
you know, we're recording this on a Monday. So Sunday, I closed all my rings. Saturday, I barely left my bed at all. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, like, I'm good for, like, one day a week where I can, like, really, really do it big. <laughs> That's about it. And by do it big, I mean the bare minimum of whatever Apple says is what I should be doing. <laughs> so, uh, Colin, I think you were... Maybe you stepped off before we started recording when I said what my weekend was. Wait, you were on the call, right? I was on the call, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. No, I wasn't. So today, the last weekend was a lazy weekend for me. So for listener, I slept ten and a half hours on Friday night. Took an hour nap on Saturday. Slept <laughs> nine and a half hours on Saturday night. And then uh, on Saturday, I did... The goal was to do absolutely nothing, but I did need to go Christmas shopping. So I took my dog for what ended up being an hour-long walk (laughs) before I left. (laughs) Partly because I was so late in walking him, I felt really bad. And then I was like, perfect, I'm done for the day. And then I ended up walking so much at the goddamn mall because it was so fucking crowded. <laughs> oh, man. And, uh, yeah, so even my lazy day probably consisted of at least six miles of walking. <laughs> oh, at the mall. At the mall. No, ha- half was nightmare. at the mall. Half was at the mall. Um, Fair. But, yeah, I just think that's funny that your lazy day is, like, barely moving from the bed. Mine is, like, I have to walk at least three miles. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm going to lose my mind. To be fair to myself i was incredibly hungover so like it wasn't like it wasn't like i was just being so lazy that i wouldn't move like it was it was it was hard for me to move because the alcohol was really really showing up with a vengeance so (laughs) when i was in grad school i had to walk like two miles to school and so my like this is like when phones first started counting your steps Mm. and so my steps would be like fifteen thousand per day just go from going to class and coming back and then, <laughs> and then <laughs> I got food poisoning the day before St. Patrick's Day and then the following oh. day I just like didn't move and it went from like <laughs> it was like 15,000 15,000 15,286 <laughs> 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 which is pretty much to the bathroom to puke <laughs> and back to my bed <laughs> <laughs> or maybe to the kitchen and back for like a fizzy water but yeah just one <laughs> percent of the That's average <laughs> doing your absolute best yeah oh you know who else was doing her absolute best cleo 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 <laughs> our girl cleo style icon uh celebrity that black dress, that black number that she puts on in the second half of the movie. Hot. She looks incredible. I also think she, she looks, looks a lot incredible. better without that dumbass wig. wig. Yeah. yeah. I was like, Absolutely. I wonder if I could Her pull eyebrows. off that haircut. <laughs> I can't. It's so good. <laughs> um, also, I like that uh, earlier she talks about how she's like, no one looks at me but me. And then once she stops, like, putting on airs or whatnot mm-hmm. and just puts on her black dress and takes her wig off everyone she passes looks at her mm-hmm. i yeah. thought that was really really fun god she really does look great like what an image she's such like a a cinema 
image. Just this, like, uh, that dress, though. Um, and the hat, that little dumb hat. <laughs> so ugly. And then her friend is like, I actually kind of want this hat. She's like, just take it. <laughs> like, I didn't even want it. I just wanted to, like, piss off Angel. Yeah. Um, also, they talk about whiskey shampoo at some point, and uh, I, I like whiskey shampoo. I've had a whiskey shampoo, but it really dried out my hair, so I don't use it anymore. But that was just a detail that I was like, wow. Sorry, back then. I was thinking it was a drink. What is it? Oh, I actually use whiskey shampoo. But what is it? Like shampoo for your hair. with whiskey in it? Okay. Got it. Yeah. And that's what she uses? <laughs> There's Somebody just, is like they're on, it it's on the radio. One of the times when they're in a uh, in a taxi, and there's just like the radio, like a news brief happening. There's a, one of the news stories is about this like American whiskey shampoo. Got it. Which I remember seeing and being like, "What a waste of whiskey! Drink it. Don't put it in your hair. What are we doing here?" Wow. You know, fair enough. <laughs> also, can't wait to cut my hair. The modes of transport. <laughs> It's so long. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't... I, I should have kept that in my brain. <laughs> Sorry. No, this is important conversation to have. Um, but, like, the different modes of transportation are also, like, a part of each of these, like, little acts. Which I really like, like, the cab in the first one is, like, very detached and very impersonal. And then when she's driving with her friend, it's like they're, you're in the car with them. And it's like, where I think it's like you're looking out from the cab when they're together, um, her and her manager or assistant. Uh, and then when you're in the friend's car, you're looking at them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when you're in the bus, um, I can't remember the angle that, for that one. But it's like it's even more personal and close and like... You see the world passing behind them in this bus, but like the like little variations between each of those and how it shows the intimacy she has with like each of those characters, I thought was really neat. Can I take a I, moment just to say how wonderful public transit is and how every city that doesn't have a good public transit system can fuck off. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I never thought I would miss the CTA, but here I am. Okay. Being like, put me on the red line in the middle of winter. I will take whatever smells you throw at me if it means I don't have to drive absolutely everywhere. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, I will eat these words again. I will, like, yeah. will, will eventually regret saying this, but at the moment, I'm like, I want... To not drive everywhere. <laughs> it's frustrating. Anyway. Uh, or is it your favorite thing in the world, Matt? Um, I am partial to CTA, but I like driving. Uh, if it's not crowded. I don't mind driving from place to place if the streets are I was going to say, like I don't mind traffic? driving in... Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind driving in Denver... Because it's very rare that I am stuck in traffic in Denver. But there's so surely like, stuff like, 
around you too where you don't have to like is there a Walgreens you can walk to? Yeah. Yeah. Not every city has that, Colin. Well, no, no, Sometimes no, 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 no. everything is a 10-minute drive away, <laughs> at <know>. least. <laughs> so it's either got to be, like, walkable or have public transit. I was going to agree with you, Matt. I think the... So, to me, the movie, be- like, comes more alive as it goes on. And I think that that is also reflected in the public transportation. Or, like, the transport the modes of transportation. Because, like, yeah. it starts off, she's just, like, in the car. And then it's just, like, very... Like, they're in the taxi, and it's just, like, very closed off to the world. But then it ends, and they're... Like, she's like, okay, well, let's take a taxi to the hospital. And he's like, no, let's do the bus. It'll be more fun. And, like, uh-huh. I agree that the bus is more fun, but then it also, like, they get to experience more life. Like, they get to, like, especially, you know, most of the bus ride, they're sitting out on the back of the bus. And so, like, <clears throat> they're there as people are getting on and off the bus. They're, like, interacting right. with all, like, more of the city. Um, and so I, I really appreciate that component of it as well. In addition yeah. to what you were saying about, like, the intimacy between whichever characters she's sharing transportation with. Um, yeah. And the idea of like hearing about the world through news reports in the cab versus actually seeing the world. Yeah. On a bus. Um, and like and how, yeah. Community yeah. as well. Right. Like she goes from being separate from her peers. Like the woman is like, Oh, like other almost like, can I get your autograph to just mm-hmm. like a person mm-hmm. in the city? An yeah. anonymity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody really recognizes her when she turns on that music. Yeah, mm-hmm. in fact, they don't like it. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turn off that noise. Uh, I do love the story her assistant tells the guy at the cafe. I thought that was really fun. Mm-hmm. And how we yeah. miss the middle chunk because we go to yep. that breakup and then <laughs> come back. I thought that was fun. Yeah. And if you know French, you could listen to what she's saying. But if you don't know French, you're like, well... They're just like, we're not going to bother subtitling that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was going to say this earlier. I, so I don't, I don't speak French fluently by any, by any means, but I think I know enough to be dangerous. And the mm-hmm. subtitles aren't always... Like, they uh, simplify what is actually being said. I don't necessarily know what's being said. I just know more is being said i'm sure that that's i'm sure that that's true for any time the movie is is subtitled yeah Yeah. because you have to make it especially with like other languages where they're like oh yeah there's no saying for this in english so like the closest you can get is like this combination of words and so instead sometimes it's like yeah very dumbed down for us dumb americans (laughs) who know one language and we're like (laughs) If it ain't in English and you're not typing out every word to us, we won't know what's happening. I mean, some people just won't read a movie, so. It's true. I love reading movies. You guys remember when uh, the year Parasite won everything at the Oscars? Not everything, but like, you know, you mean the good stuff. just before the world yeah. ended? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, That's the one. But Bong Joon-ho, when, I think it was when he accepted for screenplay. I don't think it was for director or best. I don't know. One of the awards that he won, he basically was just like, 
calling out people who were like, yeah, just read the fucking play. <laughs> just like, yeah. read this shit. It's not that hard. <laughs> I was like, God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> um, s- total unrelated to Cle- uh, Cleo, but did you see that he's got a new movie coming out next year starring Robert Pattinson? No. <gasps> Yeah, is it Batman 2? No. Is it the Batman 2? <laughs> uh, I would be depressed if Bong Joon-ho was doing a Batman movie. Yeah, same. Also, like, uh, weird move for Matt Reeves. <laughs> Just, like, kick him out and be like, no, we got we got Bong. <laughs> but, but if Matt Reeves <laughs> subbed in Bong Joon-ho, that would be the most boss move ever to be like, I'm going to tag in for my cool Academy Award winning buddy, <laughs> Bong Joon-ho. You, you know what's up. Uh, one thing I did just realize about subtitles is so many people put subtitles on movies anyway. Yes. Why do, why do people complain? Like, every time I go to Netflix, I have to turn them off because my sister can't hear, yeah. apparently. <laughs> Especially if anyone has an accent. She's like, I can't understand them. Yeah. I don't know what that is, but even I turn on subtitles sometimes. That's like a whole thing. Like, everybody does it now. Yeah. It's weird. It was like, it started like two years ago, I feel like. Yeah. I used to do mm. close I wonder what was happening two I... years ago when people were watching a lot of TV. Is there something going on two years oh, ago? Oh, sorry. It were... probably started three <laughs> years ago. It started slightly before the <laughs> pandemic. <Just> <laughs> three and a half years ago. <laughs> um, um, sorry. No, that was just a non sequitur. I'm full of them today. Today? <laughs> How dare you. I won't apologize. Um, um, yeah, what are you going to say to Callum? I, wasn't, I was just going to say, I don't really have anything else to say. I, like, I do think this was a very sweet movie. But I, like, I love it. There wasn't... I was not compelled personally whatever i think it feels a lot like and uh i think this would be an interesting double feature is a single man and cleo from five to seven which one's a single man was that just because it's michael stuhlbarg thank you and it's and uh thank you i don't know if i see that both are films about individuals who learn to appreciate life because they're afraid of death or because they're accepting death. And in the end, really experience the day and find joy even in their sadness. But this one's also exactly the amount of time that it says. It's like an hour and a half and it's a two-hour period of time. (laughs) But I just think, you know, in some ways... I would I guess, not do that yeah. double feature, but I can see I can see your argument. Whatever, toss it out. It's it's trash. Um, <laughs> this is the worst double feature idea I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> um, I actually just watched this weekend a movie that was actually kind of I didn't watch them back to back. I watched them one day and then the next day, but it would work as a double feature. Um, they're kind of inverse of each other, though. Mm. Should we wait till the end, or I could tell you now? Was it Avatar 2 and Pi no. by Darren Aronofsky? <laughs> no, 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 
It was not. <coughs> it was the Descendants. Um, which and oh, Descent. Yeah, yeah. Which would be... Was a, it the Descendants and the Descent? No, it was the Descendants, and then I watched Cleo from 5 to 7, which they... Mm. They're not real-time, but... Um, and not really about death, but it's kind of the the arc is very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and death is in both of them, and it's mm-hmm. kind of like realing realizing things are going to be okay. It's also just a great movie. It's been so long I was, since I saw it. I was going to say I I don't think I've watched that movie in probably close to ten years. I remember really liking it when it, the year it came out, though. Well, we we talk this talk about this more at the end of the episode, but okay. that was a double feature uh, <laughs> that I ended up doing that I thought really worked, just in terms of um, the fragility of life and yeah. the stress involved with things that could bring about its end. Yeah, and it's very tender, and I think there are very tender moments in Cleo from five to seven. Mm-hmm. Um, I could use a little bit more of Cleo running around Hawaii in little flip flops <laughs> in a really goofy way. I could we, do we got, a lot, we got a lot of that in the the Descendants, <laughs> George Clooney being Which, a moron. <laughs> I thought he was in flip flops. He's in boat shoes. He's in like oh really? Yeah, when he Spurs. runs around to the friend's house. Yeah, yeah. He's he's in he's in closed toed shoes. Oh. But he's running down a hill, so it's like slapping. Oh, uh, okay. That's that's. I was like, I I could have. I would have bet money that he was wearing flip flops. So. I didn't do until I watched it. And I was like, oh, those are boat shoes. <laughs> Better than flip flops to run in. Yeah. I mean, um, that's what I run in. I don't run often, as discussed previously, like you know, thirty-ish uh, minutes ago. But when I do run, I definitely. Here's wear what boat I'll shoes. say: running kind of sucks. Unless you're, like, running towards something or away from something. We're not going to object to this. In a game. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, is this supposed to be a hot take? This is the coldest take no. you've, ever, you've ever dropped. Running is one of the worst things that's ever been invented. I could People run, need to slow down. I could run in, a, in, like, a soccer game for ages, but to just go for a run. I'm going to end up with a cramp 15 minutes in. Every time. Which I asked my brother, and I was like, am I out of shape? And he just goes, uh... Where's the cramp? And then I told him where my cramp was. He goes, sounds like it's probably uh, something you're eating. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> I love how much this episode is just your fitness. <laughs> Which I would have thought that it would actually be uh, concerning other parts of my medical history. But... Well. Oh right. <laughs> Good point. I was I was kind of in the back of my mind. I was like, ah, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be, have to be as if I'm not always ready to talk about it. Um, <laughs> no, we don't have to dive into that at all. Yeah, but gonna... <laughs> were you able to relate to the character in some ways? No, not in that way. No, okay. because Got I it. <laughs> I've never really been that. Like there are moments where I'll be like slightly anxious, and then yeah, then you just like distract yourself. While you're waiting for tests, but um, no, when I initially, to our listener, I had uh, cancer, but when I found out, uh, I did not react the way that she was is reacting. But I also, like, had no waiting period, because sure. my mom knew and no one told me. 
because it fell out one day. Yeah, all of a sudden it just like popped. It fell out the bottom of my pants onto the sidewalk, and I was like, "Oh, it's my cancer!" Like, oh shit! It's my yeah. cancer. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I believe I believe uh, that my situation was being told that the tests weren't back. This I'll make it quick because it's funny. But being told that the tests weren't back yet and me not understanding why that was a big deal. And then I said to my mom, I don't understand what the big deal is. It's not like I have cancer or anything. And then she was very quiet. And then I just went, oh my God. do I? <laughs> oh, my God. And she said, yes. <laughs> oh, this is so sad. Is it? I think it's funny. I was going to say, I'm, I'm, I, I wasn't saying I mean, it's a very it. funny story. It's a very funny story, but like, what a twist. I mean, it was, like, it was sad for my mom, but it was not sad for me. I kind of, I think I actually did giggle a little. <laughs> I will Typical. say the, uh, for, for her having cancer in the 60s, the doctor seemed really nonchalant about it. He's like, eh, He's a real shithead. Just yeah. a couple months of chemo, just, it's probably fine. I was like, Rolls up in his convertible. <laughs> yeah. Come he's, on, I Monday. Mean, he, like, in the tarot reading, he's <clears throat> described as like, like mean. <laughs> like, a, like a bad man with bad results. I wish I paid more attention to the tarot card reading because I didn't I know, even I was know say. Antoine was going to come in at the end. I was surprised by that, but apparently if you, but like, yeah, going back, she mentions like a talkative young man and he's certainly talkative. I do think it's funny, uh, at least a couple times throughout the movie, once with Antoine, uh, she's basically like using the fact that a fortune teller told her that she was going to have cancer as like definitive proof that she was going to yeah. have cancer. And that <laughs> actually, like, that's such a good thing to bring up. Sure. Because in the, in the beginning, especially going back, like she does predict everything. And at the end, she's like, I see cancer in her future. Like that girl's got a disease. Mm-hmm. And as the audience, you're kind of like, well, either we could believe that this was just told to us or this movie's going to be about, you know, disproving this fortune teller who doesn't know anything. The fortune teller's right. The fortune teller was accurate with everything. And so, like, as a viewer, you have to decide whether to believe it first. And then by the end, you're like, oh, shit. She knew it. So she knew what she was talking about. And when she know, looks at the hand. You know. And when she looks at the hand and is like, I don't know how to tell. (laughs) Sorry. You're talking about the hand. What? If you know, you know. Ick yick. Ick yick. (laughs) Where's that from? My brain. (laughs) (laughs) Yick yick. Have you never seen that? Like on Twitter, or I've something? seen it. I've I've never seen anyone pronounce it before. I've never heard anyone. Well, pronounce you it. pronounce oh, yeah, lull. You pronounce raffle. Right. Yik is funny though. <laughs> it is funny. Oh my god! Sorry. What were you saying about the? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> the hand. 
She doesn't want to tell her Paul. She doesn't want to read her palm because she's like, this shit's going to go south. <laughs> oh, I thought she read doomed. it and just didn't say anything. She looks at it and then it goes, I don't know how to read palms. Yeah, I was going to say, she basically is like, nah, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> yeah, it, I don't think you're going to want this. Have you guys ever been to a, a psychic? Nope. Is that what they're called? I've been to a tarot reader. Oh. Are they... Uh, are they not called psychics? Do I have that wrong? Yeah, they're psychics, yeah, I guess. Yeah, no, I think that's your... Fortune tellers, psychics. Did your fortune come true? Um, when I, I... I got the tarot card reading in New Orleans in, like, that square. Is that Jackson Square? What is it called? Mm-hmm. In front of the church? Anyway. The fortune teller accurately laid out... Uh, well, she was like, oh, finances are, are on your mind right now. Which is like, that's not the most interesting thing ever. Everyone's thinking about money. But at the time, this is like right when I got a financial advisor uh, to be like, please help me with any of the money stuff I don't understand. Uh, and I was like, okay, yeah, that's been top of mind. And then she's like, and like relationship-wise, it looks like there's two people. One is like younger than you and one is older than you. And you're kind of, you know, spending time with both. And one is, like, a little less, like, uh, like you know, just a little more fun. Doesn't really want anything serious. And the other one is, like, a little more, you know, put together and a little more mature. And it's balancing this. And you might think that you have to choose one, but you don't. You can just, like, enjoy the moment. And that was accurate uh, at that time. And then the cherry on top was that she was, like, I'm seeing, like, um what do you call like a motorcycle on the water? And I was with a friend and he was like a jet ski. And she was like, yeah, I see a jet ski in your future. You should jet ski more. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Why? And And then you look at at the banner on her table and it's sponsored by like (laughs) a jet skis. By the hour. uh, If you want to explore the Gulf of Mexico. Um, this is my car. <laughs> my name is Kunu. Uh, <laughs> Just book a reservation and get you out on the water. Yeah. Was this That's before? Or Just, like, after? Pulls off the wig, folds up the car table. <laughs> Gone. Was this before or after <laughs> our infamous uh, paddleboarding experience? Oh guess. fuck! This was before. Okay. So instead of a jet ski, you just failed. I, I didn't follow instructions. <laughs> I should have gotten the jet ski instead. Maybe of that she was describing board. the motion of going straight into a wall as a motorcycle on the water. <laughs> Maybe. Wait a minute. Does that work? I'm trying to remember when we actually went. So wait, when did we go paddleboarding? Uh, it was probably that... like 2016 or early 2017. 16, 16 or 17, yeah. Okay, because then I went to New Orleans in 2017, in April 2017. It, I think it was, but I think we did it in, in early 20... We probably did it like a month later. Yeah. Was it after we already lived together? I think so. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> she did it! Oh my I had the fortune teller from Cleo. <laughs> so good. Oh, uh, did you guys see when you were going to look up this movie on uh, HBO that they have uh, 
documentary on HBO Max right now that's about Miss Cleo, of <laughs> like the tarot card oh, readings yes. from, <laughs> from the I 90s. Did see that. I was like, I'm not going to watch this documentary, but I am intrigued enough to watch the trailer for this documentary. <laughs> <laughs> I love Miss Cleo. Colin, and only by love, book? I mean, I recognize that she was around. <laughs> You watched it. I think there was a line in the trailer where somebody was like, if you watched TV after midnight, you knew who Miss Cleo yeah. was. And I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you fell asleep mm-hmm. on the couch and woke up. <laughs> Just woke up in the middle of the yep. night. You, you were familiar <laughs> with Miss Cleo. <laughs> uh, Colin, what was the Agnes Varda documentary we watched at some point? Faces, Places. Faces, That's Places. Yeah. Did not care for that movie. But I have I no idea what she that. looks like as a young person. I only, in my yeah. mind, she's just from that documentary. Yeah. Uh, um, there's like a huge Agnes Varda collection, like a box set. That criteria. Some has. might call it a Magnus Varda. Oh! Wow. <laughs> Uh, we got to shut Look it down now. We can't get, we can't, yeah, who do you we think can't you do are? better than that. <laughs> um, when did we go, when did we go paddleboarding? Now I'm uh, trying to figure that shit out. It would have been 2016 it, or 2017. Yeah, I was going to say, we did it for Tierney's birthday one year. And it was that was my birthday. I don't think it was like actually your birthday. It may have been actually, but I think we were doing it for your birthday. Oh. Uh. Mm-hmm. So I think it was in late July. That's why I think it was 2016. I don't mm. think we did it anyway. She saw it in my past then. Yeah. She was, <laughs> she was like, you, you got it. You can't be responsible for your own movement. You have to have a machine yeah. do the movement for you. Otherwise, you need a motorcycle on the water. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'm seeing like a real slow crash it's like a real <laughs> slow event a very slow extremely preventable yeah. <laughs> water accident <laughs> you know just screaming when you don't have an oar <laughs> it really was the austin power steam roller like scene. a thousand percent i was just like watching the wall get closer and closer <laughs> Colin had both his and my paddle <laughs> and I just slowly hit that wall <laughs> I did bend my knees because they said like you know brace for impact and I was like alright that was like you had so much time to like not be standing up <laughs> you just I just it. freeze sometimes except when you get scared and then you go into attack mode <laughs> Yeah. Yes, like admittedly I did have your paddle. So like that could have helped the situation. But also uh, you think <laughs> you could have like, you know, you got ruined down my life. And stopped the stopped the paddleboard from moving. Holy shit, yeah. that was good stuff. <clears throat> anyway, uh this film is great. I really enjoyed it. Uh I will probably rewatch it at some point. Same. Uh, I feel and, like uh, at minimum I just need to rewatch the tarot scene and then the end with Antoine. Yeah. But like all the shots are so beautiful. Like even the repeated shot of her coming down the stairs or uh, the way the characters are like revealed 
in a reflection before they appear on screen. And Agnes Varda was a photographer, so it's also cool that it's, like, so well-composed in these, like, still images, but there's also so much camera movement of, like, the swinging of the camera or, like, Mm -hmm. moving in these cars or, like, walking in the streets. Like, it's very movement. uh, Steve McQueen's like that as well. I believe he was a photographer. Mm. Um, Mm. Do you guys want to hear something funny Mm. that I just remembered? Yeah. So uh, when I first saw 400 Blows, I saw it in a film class, and uh, the protagonist of that movie, his name is Antoine as well. And (laughs) my teacher would give a lecture before class, and then we'd watch the movie. So I was taking notes on the lecture, kept writing his name is a-n-t-w-a-n <laughs> or w-o-n because i just forgot that antoine the like the french spelling was like a word <laughs> and, then when, and then when the credits <laughs> happened i felt so stupid uh. i was like oh <laughs> Anyway. Wow, that's that's special. Yeah. <laughs> Antoine. 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 <laughs> uh, oh, my God. I, one of the lines that I also like is when her friend is like, my body makes me happy, not proud. And she's like, oh, oh yeah. shy about posing for all those men. And she's like, it's, it's my body. She's cool. Yeah. And she gets a free hat out of this. So yeah. who's, who's the real winner? Fucking crushing. Dorothy, I think her name was. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at the cast list, I caught one person's name in this entire movie. <laughs> is it An- Antoine? It was, yeah. Turns out. A- Antoine. <laughs> um, should we do um, categories? Yeah, let's hit it. Let's let's hit that up. Uh, tattoo ideas, the dumb little hat, or yeah. or the dumb little wig. <laughs> <laughs> Or yes. both. <laughs> or both. The dumb oh, little wig but... wearing the dumb little hat. But it's just like a cinnamon roll with a hat on it. And people are like, why is that bun wearing a hat? And you say, have you ever seen Cleo from 5 to 7? <laughs> this tattoo is from that. And somebody who has is like, no, it isn't. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what is that? Take it off. Um, you could do the little cats. Yeah. Uh, no. I mean, you could do her in that dress. You no, do, honestly, like... Or just the dress, like a... I was going to say, just the silhouette. Or like, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That, that's the one. That's what I was going to say, and then I started coughing, so... <laughs> thank you for <laughs> thank you for getting me there. <laughs> I got you. Uh, um, would you guys watch this movie on an airplane? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is almost the perfect kind of airplane movie, because it's so... Uh, not something somebody's gonna get spoiled for them. Yeah. Like if you watch like the newest Marvel movie, somebody on that flight is gonna be like, God, I can't look over. Somebody was watching Jurassic World on the flight. Demand? Uh, that I yeah. And I don't even give a shit about that movie, but I was like, ah, I don't wanna see it. And Bullet Train. Both of those I was like, ah oh, God, stop playing these brand new movies. Uh, so this is a perfect kind of movie because everyone would be like, what is that? I'm not going to pay attention to it. And it or they just read it over your shoulder. 
Yeah. And they're like, oh, this must be clear from five to seven, number 14 on Sight and Sounds, top 100 all time, <laughs> 2022. I'm Greg, by the way. So nice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> do you mind if I take uh, an earbud? Yeah. <laughs> I do take like... an earbud. <laughs> uh, I do like the idea of somebody asking you for an ear. Can I listen into that foreign film? <laughs> Do you mind if I listen into that movie that I definitely won't? Like the experience of me just reading it over your shoulder or listening to somebody speak a different language and me reading it over your shoulder. Not that different. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I would watch this on a plane. Would you guys spend time on the film set? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Paris in the 60s? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, Beautiful sets. I know I'm going to get canceled for this, but when you just said Paris in the 60s, it reminded me of Midnight in Paris when Owen Wilson says Paris in the 20s thousands of times throughout that movie. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if I would. Right, Nosferatu's. I'm not that big of... I'm just not... Paris is not really my thing. France, not really my thing. Just like, I don't think I'd... I don't know what your deal is. I don't know how... You're the only person not charmed by France. I will say uh, there were a couple shots where... <laughs> I'm I think... even charmed, and I can't even eat half the food there. Right. <laughs> I was just going to say, <laughs> I bread. think it's when she leaves her apartment and and she's just, like, walking around, and there's a lot of shots that are, like, kind of from her perspective, and she's just, like, like the camera's just showing people that she's walking past on the street. But there were at least, like, three old women who were just carrying baguettes. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's what's up. Does anyone like, know if it's true that uh, they made, UNESCO made the uh, baguette, like, a national heritage thing? What? I'm not sure, but did you know that the word for wand in French is baguette? <laughs> Is it really? That's like, what my sister told me. <laughs> Maybe she was I lying. I don't believe this. I'm pretty sure it is. Say. Let's see what. Let's Day see baguettes. What. Wow. I was yeah, say. like Lord Voldemort waving his baguette. Are you looking it up or do I need to? Baguette magique. It's called baguette magique. Baguette magique. God. Are you on, uh, are you just doing Google Translate, Matt? Yeah, I'm barely doing any sort of proper research. No, no, I, I, the only reason I asked is because I really wanted to make a reference to Beephole. So. <laughs> Buka de Beppo. <laughs> Every time I see it. <laughs> it's like... Beephole. Immediately, <laughs> I feel the need to tell if I'm by myself, I just say it out loud. And then if I'm with other people, I immediately I'm like, you know what that translates to? <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I've done it too. Beeple. That will never not be one of the funniest tweets I've ever seen in my entire life. The fuck? <laughs> Buka de Beppo. Beeple. <laughs> Christ. Uh, what are the other categories? What are we doing here? What movie or which character would you want to play? Um, Antoine. Yeah, probably. Actually, piano player. Hmm. I, th- I think Antoine for me as well. Okay, maybe I'll switch mine to the front to Dorothy so I could be naked, which <laughs> I I also enjoy doing. So hell yeah! All right, and then I'll be like, yeah, 
it, w- it would be a very different class if I was the model for that class. People would be like, pack it up. <laughs> Dorothy's not coming. Pack it up. Aww. <laughs> no. Um, also, I mean, Cleo does seem like she would be fun to be. Yeah. As well. But... Um, the name of the Zoom. What did I email you guys? Um, oh, this one was a real elaborate one, so you should definitely. Should I read it in my French accent? Yes, please. Yeah, that Matt loves so much. Please do that. Please, please do this. Matt, Matt, Matt loves my French accent. He's always like, God, you, God, you have the most beautiful French accent. <laughs> what did I do with the email? There it is. It's like, I don't know, I just sent it an hour ago. <laughs> God, you're going to get the numbers real real wrong. I don't, I, I only know, how, I'm going to just do it uh, the way that it is in uh, Spanish. <laughs> okay. God, this is going to be so good. <laughs> oh, wait, that's 14? Chapter 14? Yeah, yeah, the movie ends with 13. Chapter 13. Chapter 13. Els, uh, sans, uh. I mean, I, kind of close. What is Probably. it then, Matt? I don't know. I would get it just, just as bad. Three years of French and I, nothing stuck. Oh, my God. How do you actually say 18 and 15? I think it's, uh. Is it 10 and 8 and 10 and 5? <coughs> Something like that, yeah. Okay, so it is the same. I haven't gotten that far in, in my Duolingo yet. Also, these wheat. Yeah, yeah okay, these yeah. wheat and these sunk. These sunk, or I think uh, sunketra is. Uh, oh, because it goes up to fifteen. Yeah. Yeah, fifteen is sunketra. Also, for our listener, I uh, have a when I actually nope, try and speak. it's not sunketra. It's kins. Can. Oh yeah, can? like yeah. Quins. Like quince. What did he? Um, cons. Uh, cons. I would Man. just like to announce to our listener, though, that I do uh, have a marginally better French accent uh, when needed. I just make it horrible <laughs> for Matt. <laughs> and why do I do that, Matt? Uh, because my uh, Irish is actually spot on. It's, it's actually perfect. <laughs> of how perfect my Irish broke is. And so uh, when I was in Ireland, they were like, are you our neighbor? <laughs> are you one of us? So every yeah. time we'd watch a movie that had any Irish crew or cast in it, Matt would read the credits and the most annoying accent. And so then we've brought this up before. I know I'm just podcast. doing it again in case they're hopping around. God. Well, good. And then just in uh, case somebody's not familiar with podcast canon, we should make sure that everybody's <laughs> sure. On, on the same page here. <laughs> just so in case then, this week's listener has not been a previous listener. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then I would, we watched a French movie and, and I just, you know, started reading the screen and then Matt hated it. So then I kept doing it. <laughs> 
The worst is when we watch Brooklyn, which I think is the specific reference we've made, but like just a beautiful movie and it ends and Tierney and I are both in tears and Matt's just reading the entire <laughs> cast list in this horribly exaggerated Irish accent. Chauncey O'Clanahan. I hate it so much. Hubert O'Wiley. <laughs> just let Duke us cry in O'Leary. peace, Matt, you asshole. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. Um, yeah. So, in case you couldn't tell with Tierney's delightful French accent, uh, I'm going to say it in English. Chapter 14, Rami's 615 to question mark. But I did, uh, when I sent them the link, I did go all in and, and yeah, I went with the French. Beautifully written. Also, I French. love that you did 24 hour time because 24 hour time is the tits. Are you mad that this movie is not called Cleo from 17 to 19? No, because you look at it and you know it's 5 to 7. <laughs> look at Matt's yeah. sassy position. <laughs> Just, are you done yet? I have one knee up. Um, uh, yeah, and also what a mouthful yeah. that would have been. 1700 to, to 1900? <laughs> God, what is this, a military movie? It's only everywhere else in the world uses 24-hour time. In the U.S., we just only use it for military or, like, science use. Everywhere else, everybody knows 24-hour time. It's like languages. But you know what? Why have so many numbers when you can have half of that and then just repeat it Mm -hmm. and look at the sky to be like, is it day three or is it night three? Well, the reason I switched it was because I would set alarms for 6, and then I would, they'd be 6 p.m., because if you mm. set them in the afternoon, so then I just switched to 24-hour time, and that was, like, almost 10 years ago. I was say, our girl's had that shit on her phone for years. Yeah. You've been European forever. <clears throat> I've been peeing forever. You've been peeing yeah. forever, girl. You've been peeing. Um, I think those... The only categories. Did we miss anything? Academy Awards? Who can oh. who can say? Oh, yeah, sorry. I meant the only ones before we go to that. This wasn't nominated for anything. Well, it should have been because it's number 14 on Sight and Sound's Jesus Top 100 Christ. movies of all time. Who <laughs> <laughs> was the foreign film for that year? Or had they started doing that yet? Uh, hold, please. Uh, best foreign language film. Uh, it was a French film, so apparently France was just like, nah, we're not going to submit this one. <laughs> But uh, Sundays and Cybele, C Y B E L E. I've never heard of any of these movies. Sybil. I I'm, I guess maybe. Huh. Huh. Uh, there, huh. there were only huh. two nominees for best documentary feature that year. <laughs> pretty, pretty, wow. pretty tight race. <laughs> they fought it to the death. They had a fifty-fifty chance. The knife fight in the pit. Oh, that was the year that Lawrence of Arabia won. I still picture. have never seen that movie. Well, not Nor yet do anyway. I intend to, to be frankly wow. honest. All right, well, guess who's going to put that on their list now? Oh. Just to make your life a nightmare. The trick, Harry Potter, is not minding that it hurts. I was going to say, what if instead of watching Lawrence of Arabia, we just watch Prometheus? <laughs> <laughs> A movie I've seen too many times for how much it diminished returns every time I watch it. Colin, 
We can talk after, but we I need to know what your pick is going to be, though. Yeah, we'll we'll go from we'll we'll figure that out. Um, so that's Cleo, 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 Cleo from five to seven. Yeah, Cleopatra. Yeah, we did it. Um, Look at us. What have you guys been up to lately? We just recorded a few days ago, so probably not too much. I think it was. A I week saw ago. Avatar two. Yes. <laughs> I saw Avatar two, and it blew me away. Yeah, there it is. And kind of blue when it came to story. I thought the story well, yeah, was pretty no shit, dumb. Uh, <laughs> the characters were all like, uh-huh, yep, I know these guys. I know this whole story already. Uh, they made Jermaine Clement not have a, that was a, Austri- a, a Kiwi accent. wild choice. That was so fucked. <laughs> on a boat with a man who is Australian. And so it's like, what is going on? What's the plan here, guys? That was uh, so, so fucked. <laughs> Sigourney Weaver is back, and it's definitely Sigourney Weaver every time you hear that voice. Uh, beautiful movie. The textures are incredible. It's basically like the movie's, the movie's good to watch for all the textures. Yep. <laughs> I think- it's going to make the most money of all movies, probably. I really appreciated that it was like... Uh, Big Jim just like really playing the hits, right? Like you got exactly. some Avatar, you got you got some Titanic. Lauren, uh, my sister, famously refuses to watch like when you know when Titanic came out and home video was like the double cassettes. Uh huh. So like for my sister's opinion, Titanic ends after, whenever the first VHS is done. <laughs> <laughs> she does not acknowledge the existence of the second half of that movie i mean i'm sure it probably could have ended after the one if james cameron just tried a little harder and maybe left some things on the cutting room floor don't don't titanic is a perfect film at exactly the length it is right now i would not cut a single thing out of titanic we i didn't share it earlier because a friend of the pop jim already saw mine off chat but Titanic was my number two if we were ranking those three movies, and it's not even Yikes. particularly close, and I will not apologize Ugh. for it. Anyway. It really is. It is a greatest set, though. It's like Marines, Aliens, yep. Boats, Water, Science. But yeah, I, I, to finish my thought, I when the movie ended, because I, I saw it with my sister brother-in-law, and so when the movie ended, I looked over it. My sister and I was like, "Oh, you got you, you finally got to see the second half of Titanic." <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah. At the end of this movie, uh, Jake Sully takes off a locket and then throws it off the side of a boat. God. Is what Colin means. Yeah. Does and he then, actually? Uh, it was sick. yeah, and then he what dies, the fuck? and he's and you on. You guys would get mad at me for making fun bow. of Karen's bracelet. <laughs> And then he dies, but in his dream, uh, his own self is waiting at the top of the stairs, holding out his hand. And then Jake Sully Avatar and Jake Sully Human uh, kiss, and everyone claps. Okay. And that's how you know he's dead. It was just beautiful. Truly beautiful. And Celine Dion does a new song. People say that Jim doesn't know how to tell a story, but I mean, think about it. Big Daddy Jim (laughs) telling the story we all know and love. I feel like... Jake Sully is what, like, a seven-year-old would name a character in a story they're writing. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and it's basically, the image of that is just uh, TJ from Recess. 
Wow. Sure. Am I? Where is, I don't, am I wrong? <laughs> show me the lie. <laughs> yeah, show me the lie. Um, I can't uh, wait to maybe never see this movie. <laughs> I can't wait for you to somehow decide that like the choice is watch this movie on your iPad. <laughs> like, no, I'll probably just never see it. I didn't well, that's like what I'm saying. the like, first you're never one. Going- you're never going to see this movie, but for some reason, if you do, you're going to watch it on your iPad like a fucking moron, and it's going to be Maybe hilarious. even on the back of an airplane chair. <laughs> I haven't, I literally haven't even watched the trailer. I have no concept of what it's wow. about. I have no radar at all. Well, to be fair. The number fair, of times the- Colin said the Avatar movie, and I thought we were talking about The Last Airbender, which I also haven't seen, just has more like cultural reference me <laughs> yeah anyway well I mean, not the here's what i'll say the last airbender movie that does not have more cultural re- re- the re- show though relevance relevance yeah sure. i will say this though tyranny if there's any movie that's going to speak to you this year it's going to be avatar i've seen you know why the original yeah but this one's about the way of water i feel like it's, just it's all about they're on the ocean all the fucking time they're like sailing on dragons. They're sailing on whales. They're sailing on. They're holding their breath for like seven minutes and just swimming around with all sorts of weird, fucked up undersea creatures that look dope as hell. Why? They're looking at coral. They're looking at <clears throat> anemones. They're looking at sharks. They're talking They're to, to fucking whales. One whale gives another ki- another a kiss on the mouth, and then you just see them these two whales going at it for twenty minutes. Yeah. I think I'd rather watch something else. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather watch like Finding Nemo. <laughs> it is it is kind of Planet Earth uh, with aliens. Yeah, I mean, most like, of the movie are just kind of like wow. The first I'd hour just is like exposition, Earth. catch up. The second hour is Planet Earth, and then the third hour is just James Cameron playing the hits. And you know what? I'm here for all three hours. I was talking to one of my coworkers at the theater, and they were like, I feel like we could have shortened this down a little bit. It didn't need to be three hours. And I was like, yeah, but also it did need to be three hours because every single shot in that movie was so astoundingly beautiful that I was just like, yeah, I'll watch this for 10 hours. Like, <laughs> literally James Cameron make a 10-hour Planet Pandora series, and I will watch the fuck out of it. Isn't there a third one? Yeah, girl. <sighs> he handed over a nine-and-a-half-hour cut. No. And said he he said no. he wanted to No, he needs to, to hand do... in his <laughs> no. badge for filmmaking. That's what needs to happen. And he wants think all of, nine and a half hours animated. Think of think of the amount of for him to make a nine and a half hour cut means that he has to animate nine and a half hours. That is so much power and resources. Matt is fucking with you. He did not no. turn in a nine and a half no, hour cut. No, he did. That's not, I'm not fucking with you. He did hand in a nine and a half hour cut. Of what? Of Avatar 3. And he said, I want all of it. Show, show me the receipts from a reliable website because I do not believe that this is true. I mean, it's been Was in the it news. already like animated or is it all green screen no it's all green screen. okay yeah, that's i'm sure right now at this point it's just like previous. i was about to throw the desk out the window about to lose my shit yeah so it's a rumor oh okay but, yeah <laughs> great thanks <laughs> okay so the rumor comes courtesy of industry 
insider Jeff Snyder, who discussed the third Avatar installment. Someone reached out to me and said Cameron handed in a, a, a cut of Avatar 3 last week. The cut was, no joke, nine hours long. He's apparently insisting on doing the visual effects for this cut so that all nine hours gets fully VFXed. Then he'll cut it down. What rather than waste. figuring out what he wants no. and having them do it VFX no. for that. That's what I First heard. of all, I don't believe this. Second of all, if it's true, God bless him. God bless Big no. Jim. What? Uh, that's <laughs> such a, such a waste. Editor. Such a waste. Nah. Oh. Um, I'll take it all. Give it all to me, baby. I'll just, I'll go to the theater. I'll sit there and I'll watch it all nine hours. I'll just piss and shit myself and I won't leave. Just oh, give, it, give it to me. Give it to me. Uh, anyway, I saw that, and uh, <laughs> what else I did also I watch? saw it. Shit's tight. I'm gonna see it again. Can't wait. Tune we started you're watching. Welcome to join me whenever. <laughs> nah, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> what else are you watching, Matt? Uh, we watched the beginning of Sin City Two: A Dame to Kill For. Not great. We didn't finish it. Uh, yeah, I think I just like fully bailed on that movie. Like, I don't even think I attempted to watch that movie. <laughs> Truly doesn't feel like a like a movie. It feels like a lot of uh, deleted scenes re-edited together. Is Elijah it's, Wood it's in that weird, one too? Not yet, but a lot of other people that shouldn't be in the movie are. Okay. The only Very reason confusing. I, the only reason I ask is because I did, in addition to Avatar, I did watch an Elijah Wood joint, and it was Lord of the Rings Return of the King extended edition, and that shit fucking rules still to this day. All four hours yeah. of it. I agree. If we're talking also, about things sure. that should not be cut down at all, Lord of the Rings Return of the King extended edition. Correct. Don't cut that shit down. It's perfect. Also, all the endings are necessary. I love them all. Probably consumed fewer resources than Avatar. Probably. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's yeah. all I've been watching. I don't care. <laughs> I, don't I don't have anything else, really. Uh, uh, I, I will can, say... You go. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I... Uh, uh, I had on several Christmas movies on Saturday, but I don't, I think I was sleeping through most of them, so I don't know if it really counts, but uh, the ones that were in rotation were Santa Claus, uh, Muppet Christmas Carol, obviously. Classic. Uh, The Home Alones. I stopped after the second one because the rest of them are trash. Um, I think there was one other one that was maybe in the rotation that, and I think collectively I caught enough of movie to say that I watched one Christmas movie on Saturday, but I was definitely sleeping through almost all of those. Mm. So, you know, but that's it. And, oh, I'm also very, very, very slowly making my way through Andor. uh, it's good. I don't think it's great though. Yeah, that's fair. Is that the one that Jim said sucked? No. Oh, I thought someone just come put on a thread. I get confused. Anyway, um, <laughs> what did I do? I watched uh, The Descendants because it came up as a recommended movie after watching Oh Brother Artha. So I was like, gotta watch this now. Gotta keep my George Clooney streak going. Uh, yeah. It is still really good. Like the script is tight, uh, and the which always just reminds me of the Nat <coughs> Fa- Nat Faxon and Jim Rash. Acceptance speech, speech mm-hmm. where Jim Rash just puts his, he does the Angelina Jolie leg. Angelina. It's so good. Uh, <laughs> but it's it's like a really good, um, like balance of comedy and humor, and is like poignant. Um, and I don't think I'd seen it since it came out, and uh, still relevant stuff like uh, 
you know, converting land into a resort sort of thing. Um, yeah, uh, would recommend. It's on Hulu. In case you haven't seen it or maybe you want to rewatch. Um, and then I also started reading uh, Indigenous People's History of the United States, and it oh. fucking rules. I'm only like 15% in now, but it is everything I wanted in that California history story. Um, oh. And her book. It's not a story. Um, and it's like, I don't know, I'm learning so much. And it is like really well written and accessible. Uh, and it is great. And I'm digging it. That's um, it. Lovely. Yeah. You got you to gotta dig it. You got to dig it. Um, and I also dig it. And uh, I'm finished. I'm finished.